I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. This is Internet Marketing. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 136 of Internet Marketing brought to you by Site Visibility at sitevisibility.com and in today's show it's the Panda Case Study again. It's a snippet, in fact it's a talk from the recent Brighton SEO 2012. It's Jonathan Stewart of the Review Centre talking about how the Google Panda algorithm update uh, affected their website and uh, Jonathan gives us some, uh, some data and some insights and uh, he explains what they did to try and overcome it. All coming up in Internet Marketing. So we've got a few competitions and bits and pieces going on during the day. They will become apparent. Um, if you're tweeting, um, you've probably worked it out that the, the hashtag is Brighton SEO. Um, so, first up, we've got an amazing talk um, from Jonathan Stewart. Um, Jonathan um, works for a company called Review Centre. And as many of you will have noticed from various stats that have been circulating, um, they're one of the websites that perhaps has been most affected by Panda. And Jonathan's going to be talking a bit about his experience of the, the effect of that. So we're going to have a big round of applause for Jonathan. Okay, hello everyone. Uh, my name's Jonathan Stewart. I'm the head of search and social media at Review Centre. We're one of the largest consumer review sites in the UK. Uh, and as Kelvin mentioned, I'm here to talk to you today about Panda. Oh, sorry, just go back one. Um, if anyone wants to get in touch with me after this presentation to bounce ideas about Panda, feel free to get in touch uh, either via email or on Twitter. Um, so I'm here today to talk about Panda, how it affected Review Centre, what we did to try and sort it out, uh, the results that we saw, and I've got a few other random observations that I made along the way. Okay, so how did we get to the point where Google needed Panda? People have been writing crap content for a long time, writing crap content and wrapping AdSense around it and making a, uh, a lot of money off the back of it. But I think over the last couple of years, people have really worked out how to scale it. So you've got the likes of Demand Media, uh, Mahalo, who've really taken it to a different level. And we as SEOs kind of got a bit pissed off about that. There are probably lots of people in this room who, who had a dig on Twitter at Mahalo. And Google had to do something about that. So, Panda was Google's attempt to rein in the quality control uh, on their search results. In fact, Amit Single, a Google engineer at Google, uh, sorry, an engineer at Google, said it was an algorithmic improvement designed to help people find more high-quality sites in search. 
Um, so Panda initially rolled out on February 24th. That was when it rolled out in the States, and that was a point where we knew we'd been affected. Basically, we saw a big drop in our US traffic. And that gave us a bit of a, bit of a head start, basically, because we knew at some point it was also going to roll out in the UK. Uh, and it then rolled out in the UK on April the 11th, and since then we've actually seen four iterations of Panda. So now on Panda 2.4, and that was a global rollout in all languages apart from Chinese, Korean, and Japanese, I believe. Uh, and what's interesting about this is that if you look at the intervals between each iteration, it looks like Google are working on about a five- or six-week interval. Um, so when uh, Panda rolled out, search metrics were really on the ball. I think the day after Panda launched, uh, they released a blog post um, talking about all the sites that had been hit. Uh, and these, these are screenshots from that blog post. The numbers there and the data... You can ignore those. I think there's one statement that really summed it up. Reviewcenter.com is in absolute numbers the biggest loser. Wowzers. Um, now, someone once told me if you can't find a good quote, just make one up yourself. So I made this up on a train on the way down here. But I kind of I believe in this. At this point, I could have really sacked in SEO. But I decided to use this opportunity to really get under the skin of Panda. And I think moving forward... It feels like Panda is going to be such a fundamental part of our, uh, Google's algorithm that it's really important for us as SEOs to do all we can to understand how it works. Um, so I think it was Tom Critchlow from Distilled who quite wisely pointed out that um, he thought it was user metric related. So he started to see that, uh, well, he noticed that lots of the sites that had been hit by Panda had, had crappy design, uh, had too many ads, had lots of weak content, and um, I'll have to put our hands up. Review Center kind of fit into some of those baskets. Um, in terms of how it affected us, it was kind of like a site-wide penalty. Um, so we've got lots of different pages on the site, and pretty much all of them were affected, apart from our forum pages. And this is still something I haven't quite got my head around. Um, because if you look at user metrics on our site, our forum pages have actually got by far the worst user metrics. So if Panda was user metric based, then in theory they should be penalised, but they weren't. Uh, in terms of our search terms that were hit, this top graph shows our aggregate Google UK traffic. Uh, the red arrow shows where Panda hit. The next graph shows keywords including the word review, again where Panda hits. We saw a slight drop there, but not a huge drop. And uh, the final one shows keywords excluding the word review. So these were kind of our real big core terms. And again, that's where Panda hit. So it's kind of like Google knew we were very focused on review content and let us continue to rank for that content, but it gave us a real hard kick in the balls for anything, anything outside of that. Now, we were quite fortunate at Review Center because in the background, uh, in the run-up to Panda being launched, uh, we'd been working on a website design for about the six months leading up to Panda. So when Panda rolled out, we took the opportunity to take a, a step back to reevaluate our, our new site design and to read everything that people were saying about Panda and try and roll it up into our new site. So this is, uh, this is our old site design. Uh, I've highlighted in red all the ad slots. Um, I'll be honest, the, uh, yeah, there's a lot of ads in there. I'll be honest, uh, the design's not great. Um, and this is our new site design. Again, I've highlighted ad slots. 
Um, if we just go back to the old one, pretty much above the fold, all you saw was the top navigation and ads. Here we've tried to move more con content above the fold. Um, we've got more, so more prominent social sharing buttons. And we've actually, we've reduced the amount of AdSense we were serving and moved it much further down the page. So we've put more content further up. Um, so these are all things that people were talking about when Panda rolled out saying, you know, this is, this is what you should be doing. Uh, and again, on that page there, we've got more prominent social sharing. Uh, we also know indexed a whole load of content. So we specifically try to find content that Google might think uh, was weak. So things like empty review pages, we had, we had things like buyer's guides, which actually, when you looked at the user metrics, they weren't performing that well. So we blocked those using the no index. But actually, we didn't take Google's advice. Google advised that you block all robots to weak pages. But personally, I feel this is a Google-centric algorithm. So we still want to allow the likes of um, Yahoo and Bing to access that content. So we just specifically blocked Googlebot from what we consider to be weak content. And then we had some duplicate content issues. So this was kind of um, boilerplate content. It had been on the site for years, never caused us any problems, but now it felt like the rule book uh, had been rewritten. So we took this opportunity to remove all of that content. Um, so in terms of getting your site out of Panda, this is how I kind of see it working. First of all, you need to work out what the problem with your site is. Uh, you then need to make those changes. You need to wait for Google to then come and call those changes, uh, and then wait for Google to rerun the Panda algorithm. Now, based on my experiences at Review Center, I've tried to put timelines against each of these points. Um, now, these times will be very different uh, depending on what kind of company you work for, how agile you are, how big your website is, uh, but actually I think these numbers are pretty optimistic. And what's interesting is that if you add them all up, it comes to about four months. So four months from getting hit by Panda to getting out. Um, that's a long time. And that also relies on you knowing exactly what has caused Panda and taking exactly the right steps to sort it out. So if you, if you don't take the right steps, potentially you've got to go through this process maybe two or three times. Uh, and this might explain why we haven't actually seen that many sites recover from Panda. Um, so we went live with our new site on the 25th of May. We gave ourselves a two-month limit. So if we hadn't come back from Panda in two months, we were going to put our AdSense back to the way it was. Um, so by July the 27th, we'd seen no improvement. So we've reverted back to our old AdSense layout. And in fact, I've, I speak to lots of other people who've been affected by Panda, and they've started doing the same thing. So lots of people have now started reverting back to um, their previous way of displaying ads. Um, and still now, three months on, we've still seen no reversal of Panda. Which brings me on to the 23 questions of doom, as I call them. So these are the 23 questions that Google sent out to webmasters and said, look, if you've been hit by Panda, you need to evaluate, evaluate yourself against these questions. So I'm just going to go through a few of these questions, I think, are especially pertinent to Review Center, but not just Review Center, to any large user-generated website. Would you trust the information presented in this article? Is this article written by an expert? Well, no, we at Review Center, we pride ourselves on reviews being written by consumers, so we don't have any expert reviews. Does this article have spelling errors? Yeah, user-generated content generally does. 
Was the article edited well? No, we have to take the article verbatim. When someone writes a review, we just take that copy and put it on our site. How much quality control is done on content? Again, we don't do that. Is the content mass-produced by a large number of creators? Well, yeah, it's user-generated content. It's written by the public. Um, so when you look at these questions and compare them against Review Centre, you can kind of see why we've been hit. Uh, you can kind of see why lots of review sites have been hit. Uh, and this is just a Google trend graph for a few of the big review sites. And that would suggest that lots of us have been hit. But um, this is why I love SEO. Whenever there's an algorithm update, uh, you always find outliers who don't quite fit in your data set. So even though all of these review sites have been hit, uh, as far as I'm aware, TripAdvisor haven't. Is anyone from TripAdvisor here? Okay. Um, so I started asking myself why TripAdvisor um, haven't been affected. Now, generally, uh, I don't think it's due to Review Center having poor content. Google seems to love our content. Google will quite happily scrape our content, use it to build up a lot of their vertical search products. So he splashes all over Google products, all over Google seller ratings, uh, all, all over Google movies. They just, want, they just don't want us to rank for our own content. So I don't think it's content-based, because I think, think our content is generally uh, very good. Um, which brings me on to the way that I think Google calculates Panda. Basically, I think Panda is kind of like a cumulative Panda score. Uh, and this, so these are some graphs with some imaginary data just to illustrate how I think it works. And the red arrow on the y-axis shows where you would trip Panda and you would start to get pandalized. Um, so it goes through the 23 questions, or Google would use their fancy machine learning algorithm um, to go through the 23 questions of doom. Would you trust the information presented in this article? Maybe Review Center don't fare so well uh, as TripAdvisor on that one. Was the article edited well? Maybe TripAdvisor don't fare as well as uh, Review Center. And it would then keep going through all the 23 questions. And I think this is the big one. Would you recognize this site as an authoritative source when mentioned by name? So effectively, this is a brand question. Google say they don't look at brands, but this feels like it's a brand question. And if you go back and look at lots of the sites that have been affected by Panda, they're all sites that have historically done very well at SEO, but not especially well at brand building. And I think if you were to go out into the street and ask 100 people, do they know Review Center? Do they know TripAdvisor? I think I know which one most people would know. Um, so just to recap, the actions we took, we rolled out a new site, we blocked uh, a whole load of weak pages. We removed a lot of duplicate content. Three months on from that, we've seen no return from Panda. We ran with reduced AdSense for two months. Uh, again, no impact. And we're now looking at consolidating content. So one of the other 23 questions is, it asks whether you as a website have got lots of overlapping articles on the same content. Uh, so we're now looking at bringing overlapping articles into single pages on Review Center. Um, if anyone wants to download this presentation afterwards, I've included some of what I think are the best pieces of Panda journalism on the web. Uh, thank you very much.
some really interesting data there and a really interesting time for user-generated content sites. Now, I if anyone's got any particular questions, can they put their hands up? But I'm, because I've got the microphone, I'm going to sneak in with the first one because that's how it works. Um, given the aggressive advertising theory, um, do you think there was a kind of level of hypocrisy there from Google that you had one team in there um, you know, recommending that you should be doing more of this? Because that's what the AdSense team were recommending at that point in time. Uh, yeah, without a doubt. Um, yeah, so our AdSense contact was always telling us to put more AdSense, put it higher up. Um, massive hypocrisy. Who's next with a question? Anyone with any hands up? Oh, I'll come down the row here. Hi. Um, are you looking to um, undertake any activity to kind of strengthen your brand? Is that something that you're looking to... I, I recognise that's hard and expensive. Yeah, that's extremely hard. And I think uh, this is one of the issues with Panda is that so Google have taken actions to reduce traffic and therefore revenue to a site, and therefore it makes it a lot harder for us to do these activities that might actually get us out of Panda. So at the, at the moment, it's not something we're strictly looking, looking at doing. Anyone else? Okay, I'm coming in that direction. Pass it along. Sorry, yeah, does this make you think that it, in the future it's quite dangerous to rely on Google rankings for a large part of your business and what would you do to kind of, would you diversify? Uh, yes, yeah, certainly. Um, well, it's something we were trying to do even before Panda. Uh, it certainly uh, makes things like your social strategy much more important. Uh, yeah, without a doubt. It's something we're, we're, we're trying, we're putting much more focus on now post-Panda at trying to do. Time for one more? One more, anybody? Oh, two. Okay, time for two more. Chap along here, yeah? Given what you said about brand terms, do you think there's a measurement with regards to the ratio of brand terms to non-brand terms in terms of maybe anchor text? In terms of... Like so so you, are you saying it's to do with uh, the volume of uh, the kind of links that are coming into your site? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, no, that's a really interesting question. Um, Review Centre are, are quite unlike any other site that I've ever worked on. People seem to love linking um, to either reviews uh, or to their writing pages. And I'd say that we've got one of the most diverse link profiles I've ever seen on any website I've ever had to look at. So I, I, kind of, I don't think that would be the case. And Tony. Hi there, Johnny. Um, I work for a big brand, um, but we equally saw some pretty heavy uh, hits from Panda. Yeah. Panda whacking. Um, I just wondered on your sort of timings on, like, obviously, uh, post Panda, you've, you've done some changes. Four weeks to make the site changes. Was it six weeks to recrawl? Yeah, I, th I think that's an optimistic figure, to be honest. Yeah, I was just wondering, did that flux, did that change uh, post Panda, like the, the frequency of Google recrawling? Um, no, it's, no, it's not something that I've noticed. I haven't noticed some crawling quicker. Certainly, we found it really difficult to get changes indexed. So, especially when we took off all our duplicate content, like, I think it was actually even a lot longer than six weeks for Google to come and crawl that. Yeah, it's exactly what we've seen as well. So I just wondered if that's yeah. part of Panda, potentially. Um, I don't, don't know. But we, we actually started using, you know, the new tool in Google Webmaster Tools, it fetches Google Bot, and then you can then submit that URL into Google's index. So we actually started trying to use that yeah, to try to get through this con uh, duplicate content issue. Cool. Well, fantastic. Can we just have a round of applause for Johnny there?
Well, that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening. You can find us on the internet at www.internetmarketingpodcast.org where you'll find show notes, links and instructions on how to subscribe. We would absolutely love to get feedback, comments and questions from you. If you want to send an email, send it to kelvin.newman at sitevisibility.com. Also, feel free to comment on the website. And if you'd like to use our voice line number, if you're outside of the UK, it's plus four four one two seven three two five six one five zero. If you're inside the UK, it's o one two seven three two five six one five zero. And you can leave a voice comment or question, and we'll play it on the show. Also, we would absolutely be delighted if you would give us a, a rating on iTunes itself. Well, that's it for now. Andy White is signing off until next week on Internet Marketing. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.